I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today we're going to be talking about beauty. We're going to be talking about all aspects of it. What is this whole concept of aging around beauty? And we have an expert with us, Dr. Rashmi Shetty. Dr. Shetty, welcome Hi. to the Habit Coach Podcast. Thank you so much for having me here in the first place. My pleasure. This is your first podcast. So I'm Ever. very excited that Ever. you are doing this with me. <laughs> Dr. Rashmi, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into this? What are your aspects that you really enjoy focusing on with your clients? So my mother conned me into it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she wanted to become a doctor and she got married at 19. Hmm. So when the rest of the world played house, house, kitchen, kitchen, my mother played doctor, doctor with me. Wow. So she literally brainwashed me to become a doctor right from when I was a child. So I never thought there could be something else other than being a doctor. You grew up with the stethoscope and huh, things like that. Something like that. Hmm. Yeah. So I was the doctor to the plant, doctor to the pot, doctor to the doll, doctor to everyone at home. So grew up, became a doctor. The other thing that influenced me to choose this speciality, my mom's an artist dad's into advertising so aesthetics was something which was ingrained in us like everybody used to say oh how nice your mom's bed sheets coordinate I mean, these days these are all done but in those days mom's bed sheets would be perfectly coordinated curtains would be a certain way you know she had plants all over the house so aesthetics was a part of us mom she draws things Correct. so appreciating beauty appreciating symmetry aesthetics when dad used to make his advertisements those days it was on newspaper right how mm -hmm. he used to place it what he used to do the art we used to look at in the fine art room we used to sit so that was ingrained so I wanted to actually be a plastic surgeon okay because in those days if you had to do something to do with structural appearance it was only plastic surgery aesthetic dermatology was still not a field at all correct then as I started growing up of course one it needed much much more studies then I got married then I had a baby all along I was studying so surgical field would mean a lot more stress and strain hmm. and aesthetic dermatology was just about beginning then so I thought if my end goal is to make people look their best I'm going to digress a little. So when I finished my MBBS, mm -hmm. I was working with Dr. Shaker, who's a plastic surgeon. Okay. And he was dad's friend. Right. So that's it. Going to internship with him for some time. Mm. So went and worked with him and he used to specifically do cleft lip and palate. Do you know what's a cleft yes. lip? So he used to do surgeries and there's something called a smile train, mm -hmm. which is free surgeries for cleft lip world over. Oh, wow. So we were a part of smile train, that right. unit. Right. So I became a part of smile train. Mm. That's when, when parents used to come back and be so happy when children used to be so happy that now they look normal and they could engage with normal children without being cornered out. And shamed and all of those yeah. things. Yeah. And mamas would have tears to see their girl children repaired. Mm -hmm. To me, I understood the impact of beauty. Right. So that's when my wanting to do aesthetics became stronger. Long story short, then I got into dermatology. Aesthetics become a part of it. And here I am. This is such a powerful story, right? Because mm. if you don't have that aspect of what we consider normal, not even talking about beauty, yeah. just the normal part, yeah. you're completely out of society. Imagine now lip enhancement is talked about. Correct. If you don't even have a full, properly formed lip. Correct. Imagine the trauma. We can't bear a thin lip. But imagine the trauma of a malformed lip, which right. is the central feature of the face. So to me, those and then you're in a plastic surgery unit, right? Burns victim. Mm. You see them all and then you're looking at saying what you took for granted. granted and you looked at your friends and said, why are you fussing so much about one pimple? Then you see that what an impact your face can have, your, your appearance can have. And Dr. Ashmi, this is such a powerful thing mm. itself, right? There is 
normal and then there's below. Yeah. And I think everyone has these features that they don't think is even normal, right? They yeah. need to at least come up to this level before they can think of improvement, etc. Yeah. in it. Yeah. But we'll come back to this point because I think it's very interesting. Aesthetics, right? You were saying that earlier on there was not so much of a focus on aesthetics. I can understand in the world around in terms mm. of how you choose designs for things. There was must have always been an aesthetic for beauty and the face and all of that, right? How do you see that has changed over the years? I'll tell you, you will see, I think today I was scrolling through the Instagram or something like that or Twitter, I can't remember. There was an image of a lady who said, something she was either suing a doctor or something and said he did silicone on my eyebrow that many years ago so meaning to say in the US or in the West for example aesthetics was much much before us right. they used to use different things which not enough research there are side effects which are coming up now there are permanent fillers then which are banned now silicone banned now so many things but people did it not that they didn't but I think in India we still had third world problems right mm. we still were trying to get the healthcare set up for regular healthiness Correct. or well-being well-being is later non-disease we were looking at fighting disease non-existence of disease so I think aesthetics was not in the mind one two Indians are considered beautiful our concept of beauty is also very regional I was just doing a lecture recently in Monaco in our World Anti-Aging Congress and I was talking about ethnic beauty of Indians though we have descent from Dravidians from down Aryans from up and then Mongolians from northeast so there are different ways of beautiful people, but each one have their beauty. Correct. So for us, regional beauty was also beautiful. We didn't want to alter. So I think we were beautiful. So beauty was not in the mind is what I think. It was enhancement. Maybe it wasn't about a change. Like yeah. you would think about it. Or maybe maintenance. Right. I would say more than enhancement, it's maintenance what is, even today my patients, hmm. more than enhancement, it's maintenance what drives them. Correct. Like, for example, in China, it is about trying to get rid of the double eyelid, right? Ah. Open Mm. their eyes a little bit more. That is something that they want to change as a feature for the culture that they have right there. So that's what you're saying. We never had that. Oh, I should have. Everything is beautiful. Hmm. Like if you look at paintings of Lakshmi or any of our goddess of beauty, she's Lakshmi's prosperity and beauty both. Hmm. So if you see the images and paintings, you see she has a small chin, correct? Hmm. Now, today... Indians are still running and saying, oh, we want a bigger chin. Because in the West, they are saying, okay, increase the chin for the proportion of the face. To lengthen it or something. Yeah, but that doesn't even look good. So we're coming back now saying, yeah, 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 we don't like it. Mm. But it's okay to have a small chin for our face because that large eyes, that pretty full lips. Imagine if you had one big chin also. Mm. So the proportions were beautiful. So I think we are beautiful people. Very nice. I love this. I love this. But, you know, coming back to what is beauty? To each his own. Like for me, curd rice gives me satisfaction. Hmm. You as a Parsi, maybe Dhansa gives you that Hmm. soul food. Soul food. The Hmm. day you're like tired, hungry, irritated. Hmm. What calms you down is your soul food. For a South Indian, it's something. For a North Indian, it's something. For you, it's something. To me, beauty is such. For me as a South Indian, beauty still is the large eyes, full lip, small chin, very nice skin. And I'm a Mangalorean, South Indian, nice hair. So you look at them and say, oh, how beautiful she is. But maybe for a North Indian, it is fairer skin, more sharper nose, you know, and more probably better jawline. They might be looking at that. A Mongolian might be looking at something else. So each one you've grown up looking at your mom, looking at your cultural images. What has been shown to you as beautiful is beauty to you. And like you said, it changes over time. 
right so yeah. sometimes you're saying no chin bigger chin smaller this kind so of because that. instagram you're looking at every beautiful fellow having big lips and big chin and blah 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 you're thinking this is beauty now correct because culturally all of them have merged yes right you're no yes. longer looking at only mummy and people in our culture and thinking this is what beautiful would world be world is opened up now world is opened up everybody is ah this is beautiful now this is beautiful mm. correct so how is this beauty as a concept only transforming because <laughs> like you live this breathe this yeah. every day Yeah. Correct. Somebody will yeah. come to you and say, "Is this beautiful?" You will have a different opinion from the client that comes to you. Right. For me, I hardly think about it. So, what is it that you are seeing as a change or things that you know are probably red flags right now that we should be thinking about in terms of beauty? Red flags, rightly, rightly said. Things are merging. Hmm. You don't want a template. You don't want everyone with a big cheekbone, pointy chin, big lips. You wouldn't look one from the other any different. Expressions are merging. You know, again, Botox is overdone. So you don't seem to see expressions. Everybody is looking plastic, and you know, you literally recognize a Dubai face and a Delhi face. Hmm. So it's become like that, Correct. which is scary. So it's not become regional. It's become okay. This work is from this region. This work because they like it exaggerated. They like it this way. Oh, it's like that. Yes. So the, so the surgeon in this area is you know is doing that. Correct. So it's an exaggerated face. Hmm. So I was at a health spa just now. You could make out who are the Delhiites, who are the Bombayites, who are the different South Indians. You could simply make out, you know, with the work that's been done on their face. Hmm. So that is scary. not with their features or with their skin tone or with their hair work done on the face so that's a scary thing but to me when a patient comes like you asked me my consultation goes on by chit-chatting having a cup of chai or something because i'm looking at them with their expressions what they're talking who they are in their real life depending on that i then pick and choose one feature which i think is very beautiful in them then i tell them look at this is the most beautiful feature so now we'll see for example your eyes are most beautiful and then you have dark circle or a little trench under the eye i'll say let's just work a little on this let's tweak this so we give a better stage to that interesting and then i say firstly your skin has to glow so healthy skin has to happen so we start off with healthy skin healthy hair hmm. and then we tweak or we readjust just one thing then we slowly go ahead and say maybe the little this maybe little that but i don't drastically change any face hmm. my faces even if i worked on them for 20 years because this is multiple intervention Correct. as against the surgery right. even if i worked them for 20 years you will say Wow, either she's remained like that, or she's getting she's getting better and better by the day. But she is not going to change. She's not becoming dramatic. No, not big change. No, no big change. No dramatic. She still remains her. Hmm. So that's the way one needs to think of it. You remain yourself, but a better version of you, more youthful version of you, more confident version of you. So whatever is hampering those, it's okay to tweak. It's science. So there's one important thing that I took from what you were saying right now, which is that you take the best feature hmm. and then you enhance that. Hmm. we look at our face and find the worst feature and focus on that so i was just doing something i don't know whether i already put it up on the insta saying negative tropism negative tropism okay yeah. so this means the brain is conditioned to see the bad thing first correct so whether it is somebody else or in some in yourself or in something you always look at the negative first so you need to train your brain to look at the positive likewise when you look at yourself in the mirror in the morning mm. you will first look at the pimple on your face you will first look at that dark patch you will first look at a bad hair you will just look at the worst thing on your face and make yourself sad and make yourself irritated and make yourself angry and run after everyone to fix it correct to me train your mind look at the mirror every morning you do habit changing right correct. this should be the habit you need to do look at your face in the morning when you say good morning to yourself mm. 
look at that feature which you think is very attractive or has been said is attractive all your life and say, thank God, wow, how beautiful am I looking? And just see how the day goes. You might have a pimple which is on the background. Mm-hmm. It can be worked at. It's just a thing. Correct. But you look at the best thing, say, wow, how beautiful do I look? And you just see how the day goes. It's like that proverb of good hair day. Correct. It's your when you have a good hair day, everything seems You are like, a wow. better person to yourself, to others. Things go well. Everything seems lucky. It's all because you're approaching it with your best. Interesting. I would suggest one post-it note on your mirror with what it is that you are you most passionate about about yourself. Yeah. What Eyes, is it that you find nose. yourself beautiful? Correct. Yeah. And you write that down and say, look at it today. And I think that as a reminder should help you out yeah. with get, getting yeah. this. I know people who say, I don't have anything that is beautiful. What do I That's do? That's not true. I know. That is not true. I think like when you're saying this, I'm thinking, what's the point of beauty if it doesn't give you joy? Mm-hmm. Why was beauty chased or why was beauty wanted? Because it gave some joy, right? Made you happy, somebody happy, gave you joy. Correct. To me, what is the point if you can't give yourself the joy? So please look at the mirror. You identify everybody's beautiful. You need to find that one thing. I was having a conversation with my friend the other day. Yeah. And he was like, have you noticed that you can't call men beautiful? Right. So it was an interesting huh. conversation. It's like hmm. every time you call a man beautiful, they get offended. Yeah. What is this thing? Like when men come to you, hmm. how do you assess them differently from you would assess a woman in terms of this aesthetic and beauty? See, today there's gender fluidity. Hmm. So I don't end up stamping men and women. Before it was like that. Five years down the line, I used to give lectures of how do you treat a man different and women different. And, you know, we had, you know, the dimensions different and jawline big and, you know, bigonial width is bigger, blah, blah, blah. But today, for me, what do you want to express? How do you want to be looked at? Mm. It's just that. You could be a woman, fully feminine, wanting to look very strong. Then I would work at you very differently. Mm. You could be a man, fully male, but wanting to look very soft and gentle. Then we would work on you a little differently. By and large, everyone who walks into my clinic, irrespective of the gender, I want you to have a healthy skin and a healthy hair first. That is primary. That's your base. Because what do you want? Glow. Hmm. Correct? Correct. I'm thinking, how will I give you all glow? So everybody wants glow. So that's one thing. And how you define glow? I think Uh that is a separate conversation altogether. To me, I can take off a line. Hmm. I can take off a mole. In the end, what do you want? You want to look beautiful. Hmm. That's it. So to me, how does that come? First, the canvas has to be clean. So let's get into a healthy hair and healthy skin situation. So somebody comes into you and says, oh, I, I want to look sharp. I want to look this. You will first say, okay, fine. First, healthy hair. No, healthy I skin. will first say possible, not possible. Because possible. if I keep giving them gyan on healthy hair, healthy skin, they will run away. Okay. So the first time, hmm. it's like how you go to a doctor with a chief complaint. Hmm. You say my chest is aching. If he then says, oh, you lose your weight and you gain muscle and I'll come to your chest. You'll say, what the hell? Huh. First, you have to address the chest ache. Correct. Along with it, I'll tell you. All this. These things are important. So the chief complaint. Hmm. So you come to me saying, whatever it is, it could be a line. That's big for you. Correct. You come to me with the chief complaint. So I always tell people, sometimes people write from head to toe some 16 complaints. Hmm. I'll tell them three things, top priority. So three chief complaints are written in right. that priority. Then I'll address the first one to say, a lot of times I'll say, I look at the three and I'll already say this one, nothing can be done. Hmm. Yeah, so you live with it. You learn to live with it. So don't keep knocking doors and waste your money and anybody else's time. How do you do that? So I'll say there is one pigment here, for example. And then let's say hair fall is there. Then I will say dry skin is there. Then I will tell a dry skin, I will address right now. All right, we'll change a few things in your lifestyle. We will give you some creams to apply. We'll give you some maybe supplements. And we will also maybe do a little blood test like your thyroid Evo to see if that is leading to the dry skin. Mm. That I will be able to treat you 100%. Now to your pigmentation. I will be able to do this, this and this. 
it is going to take a lot of time. We will try and reduce the pigmentation. And then the third one, let's say she's come to me with some incurable thing. Then I will straight tell them this gray hair. I will tell them I cannot do anything. Please go and color. So I would have already done that. So they are also not wasting time, waiting for expectation. I'll say four sitting, you do this, five sitting, you do this. Then I'll say, ah, how come it is not working? Hmm. No. So our clinic is very simple. This is what I end up doing. That's my approach. Correct. That's when kind of then you know if they see now this I've said hydration I will give you let's say three sittings or two days or five days you'll get it. Then she's more encouraged to work towards hmm. it. So chief complaint has to be met. Chief complaint first followed by getting your baseline in place. Baseline in place. And then you keep thinking about enhancement, enhancement, huh. enhancement. And you can keep doing that. You can keep doing. No. Hmm. So tell me something. Earlier on, all of these things were primarily movie star oriented. Hmm. Now it is coming into, you know, us, yeah. Am Janta, right? Yeah. We have no aspirations necessarily to be in a movie, but we want to look we're and feel screen, like that. on screen, no, every day. Now we're on screen <laughs> every day, especially with WhatsApps yeah, and Zooms exactly. and all of these things. No, Instagram, everybody has an Instagram account. But Instagram filters, no? So uh, what do you think about filters? It's an interesting it's really one. It's sad thing. Hmm. The saddest thing that has happened to this generation. You just don't know how you look like. And then you look at, that's when I said, you look at the mirror, you feel sad. That is why. Just wonder why the mirror doesn't have a filter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You look at the mirror, you feel sad and you are looking at this. Or you go somewhere thinking you're looking like the filter and you don't get a compliment from your loved one for that day. You feel sad. So to me, that is the worst thing that has happened to this generation is filter. Do you have these conversations with your clients? Do you tell them that don't use filters, do this? Now, no, not as much because now people know this is filter, this is not. Mm -hmm. But five years ago or three years ago when the filter was a new thing, I used to always, they used to come with the filter. They say, but I look like this. (laughs) I want to look like, oh No, I want to know. One week ago, I looked like this. Now I'm looking like this. Hmm. I'm like, no, let me take a picture again with the same thing. You will still look like that. So that became very difficult for us to talk to people. Correct. And they used to come with some vague angles with vague lips. And they used to say, oh, this is how we want. We're like, no, the focal length of your camera, of the phone, to your eye, to a regular camera is all different. So you will look different on the same day, depending on which camera you're shooting. Hmm. So all this work to be educated at that time. But today, somehow, I see audience already know it. It's, it's old news. They figured so, it out. Ha, they figured but, it out. But mental peace with the filter and all of that, do people that still also have they've kind of figured it out, most of them. Mm-hmm. There are very few new users who come with, oh my God, what happened? Mm-hmm. But uh, otherwise they've figured it out. Mental peace is what ha, I'm saying. Mental peace is, I wouldn't say they're at peace. Mm-hmm. They want to look like that, mm-hmm. but they've understood the difference. They've understood that's done by a filter, may not be able to do by normal thing. They've also understood that celebrities have used the filter. Earlier it was always like, but how is that skin like that and why is mine not like that? I'm like, no, there's an entourage around them plus filter to add. Correct. So no. All right, we're going to come back to the podcast after a quick break. Welcome back to the Habit Coach Podcast. Let's continue. You know, in fact, this is the question I wanted to ask you about celebrities as well. You have tons of celebrity mm. clients. Now, there are two kinds of conversations I normally hear about people saying that, oh, you know, she looks so different on screen and she looks mm. so different when I meet, met. Mm. met. Mm. The other the other is that when people walk in, they're exactly the same mm. and there is a 
different chamak to them hmm. aura to them what is it that's happening here that's the confidence hmm. imagine before you step on the stage if i told you oh my god you're so handsome you're the best people are dying to see you i mean you are fantastic it's like a cruising all of that right. i'll finish the makeup and i'll say oh my god look at you the way you look and i have glitters on your face i have the proper highlights proper low lights a professional is cutting your face in a particular way hair is set in a way to cover your flaws you have the best designer best jewelry reflecting light when you walk in i have million lights focusing on you obviously feel like a prince or mm. a princess so that confidence gives you that so that is again going back to my mirror theory mm. look at yourself say wow you see it's not that you've done anything to the skin the confidence you put back into yourself your stride changes you look beautiful is that like anil kapoor kept saying now look in the mirror and say wow you're fabulous wow you're handsome all of that you have to do <laughs> yeah. these things <laughs> yeah you know, you know but like there's one aspect which is you go on stage you've done your makeup you've done this glitter shitter all of that has happened mm. but then sometimes when you meet them in a gym airline mm. gym they're just as pretty they're just as pretty i'll What's tell happening? you one thing a lot of people come and ask me oh but you know her skin we have seen change and mm. you know mine is not i'm like but you know the effort she puts in mm. so habit like you're saying it is the habit habit only forms from being relentless at something right hmm. you will for example you take a star or an actor you will see her workout every day how many of us really go and do that along with it they hardly eat i know of actors who've been on broccoli and chicken for such a long time do we can we do that no samosa deka i want it so that is not but they have that kind of control number 1 two if i tell them this is what you need to do in your skin care i know they do it to the t the militant about it exactly and then they if i tell them come let's say once once a month let's say twice a month they are there no matter what so there's discipline in many 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 ways hmm. which leads to good health which leads to the glow like i always keep saying and let's face it that they are a little special that they are chosen to be there right so they do have that some attractive feature or something wonderful about them and then they groom themselves they to get to their perfection component to it as well always hmm. your hair you're hmm. telling me you put oil hmm. Right, technically you do put oil curry that patta chai okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what led to this hair <laughs> yeah yeah uh, satin pillow non non breaking of course if foams, at all all these if things at all <laughs> it's too funny you know i went into this whole deep dive like i was telling you before the podcast yeah. right about this mm. hair because i was in this mission of i will let my hair grow and i'll have my beard grow for mm. a year hmm and it was all about first do no damage to your hair so i was like what yeah. are all the things doing damage mm. so all comb had to go had to mm. change all these things had to mm. you know and it was so funny people coming home and now seeing the array of things that have now entered my <laughs> it's too funny simplify beauty just simplify and now you have yeah. to make it easy yeah only then will you follow hmm. otherwise you won't that won't become a habit at all tell me something all these celebrities like what would their beauty regime look like So is it very dramatic is no, it No yeah huh. not at all in fact like i said i am very simple if you see my prescription look full hmm. but my handwriting is this big <laughs> so there'll only be four things in the prescription uh, legible no <laughs> the last me also what is this achana rupali will explain to you outside <laughs> <laughs> yeah so moisturizer mm-hmm. most important so i tell the same thing to all my patients whether it's a star or a no star you have to apply moisturizer because a well moisturized skin not only glows from the outside but it also is healthy mm. because if your skin is well moisturized it can heal itself 
it can protect itself from sun it can actually calm down the inflammation on its own it also is enough good ground for your collagen elastin to stay well right. which then will grab water better which will hold water better so it's that vicious cycle so if there is one skin care that you want to just live with hmm. moisturizer so to me that is the key once morning I've, evening morning evening night day whenever yeah so for me once i figured your moisturizer hmm. which is depending on your skin type number 1 to how much you want to spend today there's like million moisturizers how much you want to spend correct to do you want it sticky do you like a fragrance all the sensorials also you will hmm. sit and look at it and then you choose and arrive at this is my moisturizer simply use the moisturizer 80 times in a day hmm. if you're on an ac like i said 80 times in a day if you're on a hot sun maybe 3 4 times in a day then you look at more easy one flowing one milky one right. like that so depending on all your ambience lifestyle blah blah blah, blah you pick it moisturizer hmm. number 1 so they'll all have a moisturizer two protection hmm. protection against sun pollution both of these do a few things what do they do they firstly let's say dry up your skin have you seen that old ad where they put a straw in the head and suck up the water yeah. it literally put the sun puts the straw in your skin and, and sucks, sucks the water, water. Out. so dehydration happens so you look at hydration hmm. then you need to look at an ingredient in your thing which will protect you from the uva and uvb rays uvc does not reach anyway hmm. then you look at an ingredient which protects you from infrared which is what causes the heat the burning and the sensitivity and the redness that happens hmm. along with the uvb what about all those infrared masks and all of those red light therapy masks that we, we use you be very careful with those things okay. so very careful with those things hmm. so these are the two three things you're looking at hmm. and you're protecting yourself from oxidative stress right. which happens due to sun and pollution and your simply your hustle bustle correct so these are the things you look and today sunscreen is fortified something will have a vitamin c something will have a hyaluronic acid all sunscreens come with 10 other things hmm. so you again choose one good sunscreen so that is your protection two skin care products hmm. ho gaya hmm. now if you have a ailment which means to say either there's a pigmentation or there is an acne any particular concern of the skin then you look at correcting and nourishing it which is usually best done at night so this is it now you can start with just these three things i usually don't give an eye cream neck cream lip cream no i tell them put the same thing everywhere hmm. yes ideally maybe you need something a little more lighter around the eye but it's fine genuinely it's fine i take one cream in the night and just put it all over my eyes face even lips and my neck hmm. i'm done if i don't have the time to do it or the patients to do it how can i expect my patient is not going to do it correct so this is it this is what you require and genuinely all my stars if you see we'll do just this much hmm. and i would have given them a set of supplements because i highly believe in micronutrients which keep your skin and hair healthy correct so i will give them a set of supplements hmm. and that's done cleansing so, cleansing so, cleansing cleansing okay. super important hmm. so you do double cleanse triple cleanse single cleanse depending on how much makeup grime dust What you have that? on the skin I mean, like clean it three times, clean it one time, no, clean it one. No, no, <laughs> you have different material to clean. Okay. So there is oily kachra on the face, dirt Correct. on the face. Hmm. There is dry dust on the face. Let's say. But chances Or, are you just have moisturizers on your face, no? Because no, why your sweat, your uh, sebum secretion, hmm. all of those things. Uh, all of that is also there on the face. Right. Through the day, hmm. the pollution, the dust that somebody has thrown at you on the road, everything is also on the face sticking because Correct. you put the moisturizer. That's also sticking on your face. All that has to go. Mm-hmm. So you either you have. on top of it you may have a sunscreen makeup everything and come back at the end of the day hmm. so if there is too many layers and your skin is already sticky oily then you can end up using like a micellar water or a oil based cleanser there are things like take the day off you can end up using all of those hmm. balms avoic etc etc which emulsifies the oil also so you take that off and then wash your face with a soapy thing okay which is your face wash soap whatever you want to do hmm. so that is double cleansing hmm. If you want to do triple cleansing, then you first remove the coloured makeup with a makeup remover and a cleanser. Okay. Then you do a cleanser and then you do a face wash. 
But if you have simple, like every day, a little bit of a blush or just a little base cream, sunscreen, you've gone out, you've stayed in your office and come back, simply wash your face with a good face wash. More than enough. That's it. You don't need to fuss about all these other things. You know, doctor, on your uh, YouTube channel, you have a fantastic YouTube channel. I was watching all the videos on it. You were talking about this coconut oil as an oil thing for your face. South Indian, no? South Indian. <laughs> Full dabba of coconut oil in my rumors. Yeah, okay. Uh, coconut oil. <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Coconut yeah. oil? Rosemary oil. Uh, so wow. Then we have to be yeah. fancy. So, <laughs> so you were talking about coconut oil and the oils for also the microbiome that there is that mm-hmm. exists on our face. When you're doing all these different things, moisturizer, cleanser, etc., what's happening to your microbiome at that point of time? That is why I keep it simple. Hmm. Now, if you do hajar cleansing, people say, oh, I bought this EHA and BHA, fantastic online. After some days, they'll come back with very rough skin, fatawa skin, sensitive skin, because you've completely ruined the normal bacteria of your skin. You've cleansed it so much and you've exfoliated it so much, there's nothing left there to hmm. protect yourself. So it is extremely important not to tamper. It's like having... Antibiotics for every little thing. Correct. Your gut microbiome is gone. Likewise, the skin microbiome. So you end up putting hajar acids and chemicals and this and that. You're tampering with it. Hmm. So it is important firstly not to use 85 things. I am glad that wave that happened in between that people ended up looking at every blogger, every advertisement, bought every you know active and put everything on their skin. Entire COVID and little post-COVID has stopped because now people are coming back. Saying, you know, I use this, this and this and this is what is happening in the skin. Mm. So now they've realized you can't do self-skin care. So minimal, keep it to the minimal, number one. Two, even procedures such as chemical peels, such as lasers, when you go to your doctor's office, you do it only if you require for a condition. Just don't do it because there are so many aesthetic clinics today everywhere. Obviously, please, you guys have to be alert that that's also become a business. So if somebody is saying this package, that package, that package, this package, please think, do you really need it? Yeah, so that is something you should think because you may be causing more harm than good. Mm. So do not do anything that is harsh, which will rip and spoil the little forest of your face. So make sure that is not hampered. Putting moisturizer back is the best way to regrow them. Hmm. Coconut oil is the best thing to put for everything. So I was in this wellness center. Hmm. So he was talking about Shad Kriya, which is six Kriyas that you need to do every morning. Out of that, one Kriya, I remember a few, okay? I'm not Hmm. an expert, Hmm. so please don't kind of hold me on this. So one, he said, oiling your nose. Right. You put a little nashya. Nashya. So he said you do nashya. Hmm. So you can even put simply an oil to keep back the lubrication of your nasal passage. Correct. Then they do this oil pulling, which became pretty popular anyways. That is also you put oil, you wait for the saliva to kind of froth it up and then you rotate it in your mouth and throw it. Again, that coats your gums and teeth and keeps it healthy. Right. The third one was the forceful expiration of air. Hmm. So, Kapalbati. Correct. So, that one. Hmm. Three more as much more, which hmm. is your gut cleansing, blah, blah, blah. Correct. These three, I thought I'll make it into my habit now. Lovely. And then I asked them for coconut oil hmm. to do that. Hmm. And they kept it in my room and I was so thrilled to see the coconut oil freeze. Yes. Which you don't see anymore. Which you don't see anymore. So I'm saying if you have to see the microbiome readjust, the skin cell readjust, skin get what it should get from the oil. Firstly, you should get pure oil. Hmm. And a pure coconut oil will freeze in your AC room. I'll tell you one of my favorite travel hacks. Huh. So I was like, if you forget... Sorry, I keep deviating like this. Like no, this is a coconut oil travel hack only. Huh. Uh, so I said... No, I kept deviating. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's how the uh, format is. Don't uh, worry. Yeah. So I was joking with my friends. I was saying, best travel hack. Mm. All you have to do is carry a coconut oil yes. bottle. Mm. You might forget your toothbrush, oil pulling. Pulling, yeah. Correct. You might finally feel hungry and 
Drink it <laughs> Drink it Bulletproof coffee Yes Correct yeah. You forgot hair gel Hair oil. oil Correct ha. All these things yeah. Moisturizer You know It Makeup also protects also you coil. You can It mm. also protects you against sun It is also bacteriostatic It is also Means all your bad bacteria It can make it quiet Static Correct. Static And it helps in collagen regeneration It's a light oil It penetrates inside Stops your transepidermal water loss Coconut oil is magic There you go Coconut yeah. oil everything Everywhere Alright, so that was Dr. Rashmi Shetty and we had a fantastic conversation about beauty. So this was just part one. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about understanding aging, understanding where that glow comes from and what are some of the home remedies that we should be using or not using. Do check out part two. Now, if you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are IBM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am at Ashdin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to my website, awesome180.com. Now, I have just published my first book. It is called Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. Please do check it out on Amazon and wherever else you get your books.